What time is it anyway? Well, let's look at the scriptures for just a few minutes. Uh, Romans chapter 13. We know, we know that it, it's, it's time for pressing in. We know that it's time uh, for us to uh, awake out of our slumber. <laughs> we know that it's time for us to uh, 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 give it all to the Lord because He's the Lord of all time and He governs all the seasons. Remember, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Worlds means eons, times, seasons, eras. Right? So we know that God is in charge of the times and seasons. And that word framed means that God sets it in order, decides what's going to happen, and presides over it and executes it and makes sure it happens the way He wants it to. So we know that Jesus is Lord of all the times and seasons in our life, and He presides over our life as our Lord to see that it happens His way. Amen. It's a wonderful thing to be committed to the Lord to cast all your care upon Him and know that He's taking care of this time in your life and He is going to order it right. Praise the Lord. And we know that, that we're living in, in, in a time of change. These are, these are tremendous. You know, the new normal is... <laughs> the world thinks uh, of a new normal one way, you know, like you know, we're talking about the system that's being set up. But there's another, there, there, there's another uh, agenda, and that's God's agenda. And that God's agenda says Jesus is coming. Yes. Jesus is coming. Yes. And, uh, and Jesus' coming is not going to be prevented by man's agenda. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming, and He's coming right on time, and it's going to happen the way He wants it to happen. And so quit looking, quit looking for the Antichrist and start looking for the Christ. Because He's coming. Amen? Amen? And, uh, and so... Uh, Romans 13, 11 says that knowing the time, that now it is high time. I want you to say high time. Right. It's high time. Now, what does that mean? That means, you know, we're not waiting on it any longer. Amen. That means it's not a futuristic event. That means, you know, we're not talking about things that have already passed, things that have already happened. We're talking about, we're talking about uh, the moment we're living in, the present. Remember, the, the Lord is a present help in the time of trouble. Amen? And now it is high time to awake out of sleep. I, I, I trust that you're not asleep any longer. I trust that, you know, the events that have happened in the last few years, you know, have, have, have awakened you. There is an awakening happening in the earth today. How about that truck convoy going across Canada? That, that, that tells me there's an awakening happening in Canada. And that's an answer to prayer, by the way. We've been praying for Canada. And so, we, you know, uh, the, we, we, we don't need, this is not a time for slumber. It's not a time for lethargy. It's not a time for you to uh, uh, be lukewarm. It's time to heat up. Amen? For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put you on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. It's high time for us to lay aside all the works of the flesh and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Put him on. You know, and when I, when I think about putting something on, I think about you know, how I got dressed this morning. I think about how, how I clothed myself. To put on means to clothe yourself in, 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 in something that is, is intended to cover you, shield you, protect you. Before we went outside, I thought, you know, I, I better check and see what the temperature is. So I said, Alexa, what's the temperature? And she said, it's cold outside. Y'all yeah. know who Alexa is. She's our all-knowing uh, little box, you know, little dot thing. You know, She knows everything, except she doesn't know who Jesus is. She doesn't, I mean, I've asked her. I said, do you know how to get saved? And she didn't know how to do that. I, I mean, she just... She's, she's pretty spiritually illiterate, but she does know how cold it is outside. And when I heard how cold it was outside, I thought, man, I better cover myself up with a heavy coat. So I reached into my closet and I pulled out my, my Nepal jacket. You know, that, my heavy leather jacket that I only get to wear when I go somewhere else. And I put that on, oh, it felt good when I went outside. And so, you know, when you put on something, there's a reason for putting it on. There's protection. There's covering. Uh, there's a, I promise you, I look better with clothes on. <laughs> Amen. And uh, I feel better with clothes on. You know, I, I'm just, uh, I, I like to cover up. Yeah. Even if I go to the beach, I like to cover up. <laughs> Robert, he goes fishing out at the beach, you know, and he wears this big old flop hat, and he wears long sleeve shirts, and he's got gloves. I mean, he covers up because he doesn't want that sun burning his skin because he's going to be out there all day. And, uh, and, you know, when we have to prepare ourselves for the day. Well, we know that it's high time. This is the day that the Lord's been telling us about. This is maybe these are the days of our life. These are the greatest days of our life. What's ahead of us, what lies ahead of the church are days of glory, days, days that we dreamed about, days that God himself has dreamed about. Days that all the prophets and apostles of yore, you know, uh, only, only could see in visions and dreams and prophesy in part and long to see our day. And here we are, we're at that day that they all talked about. And so in this, in this day, we need to dress properly. We need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no substitute for putting on Jesus Christ. Well, what does it mean to put on Jesus? Well, first of all, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. first thing you need to do is put on His righteousness. What does that mean? He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. You see, when, when Jesus went to the cross, all of our unrighteousness, all of our sinfulness, all of our unworthiness, all of our penalty was poured into Jesus. And every right standing Jesus had with God, all His righteousness was in turn poured into us. And so we put on his righteous garment. Remember the prodigal son who returned home to his father, and his father you know, hollered out, bring my best robe. And he clothed his, his, uh, his son who had been lost but had returned home. He clothed him in a robe of right standing, righteousness. Jesus has given us his righteousness, and it's part of our garment. It's part of our uniform for the day. 
clothe yourself in his right standing. There's nothing that I have done in the past. There's nothing that I have accomplished in myself or even with the Lord's help in the past that qualifies me for what God is going to do once he selects me. Amen. My selection is not because I deserve it. My selection is by the grace of God and, and, uh, and just, just being there and available to Him. Amen? And so the grace of God and the mercy of God allows me to put on the right standing of God, the righteousness of God. Everything you do, you need to have that covering because it is, it is your initial protection. You see, Jesus made the statement, you know, the, the prince of this world has come, but he has nothing in me. Amen. You see, the righteousness of Jesus protected him from the prince of the world that was come to get him. Praise God. So, you know, the world is against us. The world is out to get us. <laughs> if you listen to Donald Trump last night, you know, the whole world is out to get us. He talked about how they're out to get him and all the stuff they've done to destroy him. And he says, and he says they're really after you. I'm just in the way. And I'm thinking, man, they're after, they're after, they are after us. The whole world's after you. They're out to get you. The devil is out to destroy you. But if you're clothed in his righteousness, there's nothing for him to be successful. Amen? Amen. So put on the Lord Jesus means to put on his righteousness. Number two, uh, put on his truth. Second John 1, 1 says, The elder under the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. I'm in Second John, Second John 1, 1. For the truth's sake, which dwells in us, shall be with us forever. Grace be with you, mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. We know Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the truth. When you put on the Lord Jesus, you're putting on truth. And with that truth comes all the grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Truth separates. Truth is, is, like, is like wearing a raincoat that separates you from the wetness of the rain. Amen? So when you put on the truth, which is the Lord Jesus, He is the truth. When you walk in truth, when you become God's beloved children that abide in truth, you're abiding under the protection of the Almighty. His truth becomes a shield for you, a buckler, a hiding place. You're out in plain open, but you got that raincoat on. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. One time we went to a Jaguar football game. They were playing the Dallas Cowboys right out of here at the stadium, and it was it was cold. It was it was probably December. It was cold. And it started raining. And everybody had these real thin, uh, uh, transparent, see-through raincoats with the hoods and everything. Well, fortunately, you know, we had, we, we had them too. And so we're sitting there. We're up in the nosebleed sections, you know, out in the wind. 
and the rain's coming, and it's cold, and we're shivering, but we're dry. You know, now if I'd had my leather jacket on and then my raincoat, I'd have been a whole lot better off. But I wasn't expecting to freeze because it's Florida, right? But, but I mean, we, we watched the Jaguars just whip all over the Cowboys. It was wonderful. <laughs> and and it, was, it was such a whipping that about the third quarter, I suggested that we leave because it's raining and I'm cold. And my nephew, Joshua... I guess these Joshuas are all alike. He said, no, we're not leaving until the, till the game's over. He wouldn't let us leave. He was just a little guy. And he, he wouldn't let us leave. So we had to sit there and freeze till the end of the game. Thank God for that see-through, lightweight, little raincoat. Well, truth is like that. Truth is transparent. Truth doesn't hide reality, but truth protects you from, uh, from uh, what comes against you. When we put on Jesus Christ, we're putting on His truth because He is truth. Number three, we put on His love. Oh, you knew this was coming. Jude, that's back at, way back in the New Testament, right next door to Revelation. Jude, verse 20, you're familiar with, because Jimmy's been hitting on this one on Wednesday nights. But I, I want you to see that verse and then the next one. Jude 20. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Keep yourself in the love of God. The love of God becomes your umbrella. Now you got your you got your coat of righteousness on, you got your raincoat on, but you need an umbrella. Amen. And 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 you 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 deploy that umbrella, right? Y'all know how to do that. Oh, yeah. Living in Florida, you know how to handle an umbrella. And and you 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 put it over your head, you raise it over your head. And as long as you stay under that umbrella, you're shielded from rain, bright sunshine, Whatever the elements are raining down upon you, you're shielded from it because your head stuck up under that umbrella. And the love of God does that for you. The love of God puts you in God's mercy, places you in the center of God's loving care. And as long as you're um, under that umbrella, under, under that umbrella of love, you're going to be okay. You're going to be safe. You're not going to get wet. You're not going to get burned. You know, no bird is going to do his deal on you. Amen. You go to the beach, you might want to take an umbrella. Because those seagulls are vindictive. We were out there one day, and, and we parked our car. We were going to get out and go out on the beach. I opened the door to the car. I stuck my head out and plop right on my head. And I knew that I knew that seagull was hovering over me just waiting. He was holding it until I stuck my head out of the car. I should have had an umbrella. Well, the devil wants to do that on your head. Je 
ever feel crapped on? I have been literally crapped on. It's not pleasant. But the enemy wants to do that. He, 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 he wants to pour all kinds of bad stuff on your head. But if you are under the umbrella of God's love, His mercy will deliver you at all times. He, he, has, he included that word eternal life. Looking, Listen, by, by covering myself in the love of Jesus, I become, I become sheltered from everything that the enemy wants to dump on me. Love covers a multitude of sins. It, it works inward and outward. Amen? Can you say praise the Lord? Ephesians chapter 6 is number, my number four thing we need to put on is putting on his strength. When you put on Jesus, you put on his strength. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong where? How? In the Lord. There's strength in the Lord. Jesus is the Lord. So when you put on Jesus Christ, the Lord, you're putting on his strength, his power, his might. And, of course, we know how he imparts that to us. He imparts that to us by the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the gift of the Holy Spirit is power. After that, you shall receive power. After you receive the Holy Spirit, you shall receive power from on high. Power. And the word power there is dunamis. So when we receive Jesus and all that Jesus has for us, we receive power and strength, and we're strengthened with might in our inner man. Amen? Amen? Aren't you thankful for Jesus and the power that he brings into your life? Jesus is not about weakness. Jesus is not, a, not the Jesus that Hollywood portrays. Some frail little thing that can't help himself. The church isn't supposed to be weak in these days. Now, religion is weak. Religion is... What religion is all about is rendering the things of God powerless, of no effect. And so, of course, religion, the Christian religion in, in, a, in a large scale is weak, despised, looked down upon, and considered impotent. But the true church of the Lord Jesus Christ, what we call the ecclesia, the true called out ones, the ones that, have, that are putting on Christ, there is no weakness in them. There is strength. I'll tell you what, you know, we, we had a, a missions conference we went to. It was a small group because of travel restrictions and things. There wasn't very many people that could come uh, from overseas. And so it, it was a s relatively small group. But there was such strength there. There was such power there. These, these, these men and women were like giants in the faith. I, I, felt, like, I felt like a, you know, a, a child by comparison to some of those people. The stories they told, the miracles that were happening, and the work of God that is going forward in the earth in spite of all this dumb stuff that's going on. A group of overcomers. It, it, it was a small group, but it was a powerful group, and I'd put them up against any mega group there is. Amen. 
a bunch of no-name groups, people that don't have huge uh, uh, reputations and followings and all that kind of stuff. You might not ever see on TBN, CBN, ABC, NBC, Fox. You would never see them there. But they're out doing a great work for God. They, they had a strength. And by being together with them, we absorbed some of that energy. And we absorbed some of that strength. And I'm telling you what, folks, you can hang around Jesus, you're going to get strong. You're going you're to increase in strength and power just by hanging around Jesus or wearing Jesus. Put him on. Put on his strength and his power. I'm excited about it. You know, praise God. And then, and then uh, <laughs> number five, this might, this might toy with your religion a little bit. But number five is put on his glory. Put on his glory. I was taught, you know, don't touch his glory. It's like going to your closet, and there's this beautiful suit, and, and it was made for you, fits you and perfectly, and then somebody telling you, don't ever put that on. <laughs> that just makes me want to put it on. And I always wonder, well, how come I can't touch his glory? How come I can, I can never, uh, you know, I have to leave the glory, it's all his but when you understand that you are him and he's in you and you're in him, you can wear his clothes. Amen. That's right. You can wear his glory. His glory is intended for his church to put on. Look in 2 Thessalonians 2.13. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, beloved brethren of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Underline that part, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. God has chosen you to save you and sanctify you. That means to separate you. There's been this sifting. There's been this, uh, this period of separation, the chaff being separated from the grain. But now we're in that time of selection where God wants to select people to put His glory on. Amen. I volunteer. Lord, put your glory on me. Amen. Obtaining the glory of Colossians 1.27. Amen. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. See, the riches, I mean, that uh, glory, glory uh, has a connotation of heaviness, like as in gold. Amen. Anybody here ever picked up a bar of gold, a brick of gold? It, it's heavier than aluminum, isn't it? It's a heavy substance. And the glory of the Lord is a heavy substance and it's 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 rare it's precious it's valuable extremely so uh, i saw on the internet where they're saying that the that the price of gold uh, could very well go up to ten thousand dollars an ounce this year that's not good because <laughs> that means everything else is going to go down we're living in treacherous times, precarious times. I stopped at a gas station outside of the Orlando airport a couple weeks ago. We were picking up 
Aaron and Stephanie to take them to their Disney hotel. And we pulled into this gas station to get gas. And I took a picture of the price. It was $5.56 a gallon for regular. $5.99.9 for premium. It's like liquid gold. <laughs> right, right here in Florida. That ain't right. That ain't right. You know, I'm telling you, that, that, that's gouging, you know, airport type stuff, you know. But God has preached to every man. He's warned every man. And he's taught every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. You see, the glory of the Lord perfects, completes. Wherever I am falling short, his glory that is in me, yeah. more than makes up for it. Amen. Right. You feeling weak? You feeling infirm? You feeling unqualified, disqualified? You feeling less than qualified? You, you, feel, you feel like somehow you're not worthy? Put on the glory of Jesus and it completes you. Amen. It makes you like Him. It makes you like him. So the conclusion of all this is Hebrews 13.20. Hebrews 13.20 says now. What time is it? Now. It's now. If not now, when? Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do His will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Once you put on the Lord Jesus, once you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, you are made worthy and able to do every good work that He selects you and sends you to do. My mind just races through the Bible, you know, and I think about, I think about Moses, the murderer, the fugitive from, uh, from Egypt, hiding in the, in, in the wilderness, tending a, a stranger's sheep for 40 years. They weren't even his own sheep. And one day, God appeared to him and called him aside and selected him and sent him back to Egypt with a mission. And Moses said to God, you know, whom, who, whom do I say, you know, I'm going to go to the Pharaoh and say, let my people go. Uh, uh, who are you? That, that's how lost Moses was. He didn't even know who God was. And God says, you just tell them that the I am has sent you. God revealed himself as the I am. He's the great I am. And when you have him, 
and he's chosen you and sends you, you can go with confidence. Amen? I think about Gideon, you know, he's, he's threshing wheat in a wine press. You don't thresh wheat in a wine press. That's ridiculous. You've got to have crosswinds in order to, uh, when you throw the wheat up, uh, the crosswinds blow the chaff away. And you can't do that in a wine press. A wine press is a big vat, and, and there's no wind in the wine press. But he was so afraid of his shadow, so afraid of the Midianites, that he just, he, he, he just did it all wrong. But the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Hey, Gideon, thou mighty man of valor. God selected him. God chose him and selected him. Days later, he became the deliverer of Israel and defeated the Midianite army with 300 uh, people armed with flashlights and kazoos. You know. Actually, it was uh, their version. Torches and trumpets. See, when God selects you and puts His glory on you, you're complete. You're ready to go. So none of this, i got to get ready. i gotta, I got to get myself ready. I've got to get all the details worked out. No, once He puts His glory on you, you're complete. The perfect means complete. The greatest ministry that you will ever have in your life is, is before you. It's in front of you. You say, well, pastor, I'm old. Anybody here 80? Anybody here 80? You know, we got a couple 80-year-olds in our church, but they're not here. 80? That's how old Moses was when God selected him. When Abraham was 99... Abram, God appeared to Abram when he's 99, so now, Abram, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to make you the father of many nations. I'm going to change your name to Abraham, meaning father of many nations. He's 99 years old. His ministry really started when he was 99. He, he received a miracle in his body. He received a miracle in Sarah's body. And they produced a miracle child, Isaac. And it began a multitude, a whole race of people to fill the earth. I'm telling you what, folks. When God puts his glory on you, you become qualified. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? Are you a candidate to put on the glory of the Lord? All right, let's, let's review this. Put on His righteousness. Put on His truth. Put on His love. Put on His strength. Put on His glory. And you will be clothed in Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to, give, we're going to share communion together. And I think it's appropriate because the communion elements represent the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus and in John chapter 6, Jesus said, If you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you'll live forever. 
and we're going to partake of the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus. What is that? We're going to put on Jesus this morning. We're going to, we're going to consciously, intentionally, with uh, great respect and reverence, we're going to put on the Lord Jesus. And we're going to wear him out of here like a new coat. Amen. I'm excited. <laughs>